Memphis, Tennessee, Kev. So there I was, sitting on the bed in room 412 of the Crown Plaza Hotel in downtown Memphis, which was about five and a half hours away from my hometown of Atlanta, Georgia. The room was absolutely jam-packed. One of the hottest rappers in the game, 2 Chains, was in town for a performance at a nearby club on Bell Street. Of course, his entourage was accompanying him on the tour, and I was an important part of that entourage. I was 2 Chains' personal hype man. It had taken me four full years of grinding with fake-ass industry people, sucking up to arrogant-ass record execs, and going on tour from city to city. But I had gotten myself into a real nice position. Every time 2 Chains had a performance, I ad-libbed all of his hottest verses on stage and kept the crowd turned up all throughout the night. For doing that, I got a $5,000 cut for each show. With the lifestyle that I was used to living, the five bands were necessary. The loud was in the air, the molly was on deck, bottles of Ciroc were everywhere, and of course a few thick-ass Tennessee women were showing some groupie love. This was how 2 Chains prepared to perform. Ratchet tendencies provided for ratchet performances, which was exactly what the fans wanted to see. However, there was one major issue. Two Chains was smoking some exotic kush and letting everybody know that he wasn't performing not one damn song if the money wasn't right. The promoters of the club had booked Two Chains for the rate of $80,000. Unfortunately, just like in the movie Janky Promoters, they were short with his money. Two Chains was a certified star. He knew his value and was not about to be underpaid by a single dime. The nigga was way smarter than he looked to the general public. As everyone got it in with the liquor, weed, and women, all I could do was stress and worry. Obviously, if 2 Chains didn't perform, he didn't get paid. If he didn't get paid, then I didn't get paid either, and I needed my bread. Missing out on $5,000 was not something that I could afford to do. I had all types of debts that had to be paid. I was already behind on half of my bills, and the people that I owed wanted their money right away. I knew that I had to take matters into my own hands, so I decided to catch a cab down to the club and see what the issue was. That was the only way I was going to rectify the ugly situation. After a short cab ride, I was face to face with the promoter, ready to talk business. The promoter was an older white man, and nothing about him suggested that he was part of the hip-hop culture at all. From looking at him, I doubted that he had ever even heard a 2 Chainz mixtape. He was just trying to flip his money, cash in, and make a big payday off of the concert. So what's up? How much y'all short on that 80 grand? I asked, getting right to the point. The promoter shook his head back and forth. I could see his disappointment from right off the rip. Well, we only got about 70000 See, what happened was that we failed to realize that the venue only held 2,500 people. So we're already at our maximum capacity, but we still have tickets left. We were hoping to generate some added revenue from the alcohol sales. Started explaining the promoter. However, I wasn't about to sit there and listen to him run numbers and make lame excuses. I was always the type of person who would rather take action than just talk. Well, look, y'all got 70 stacks now, right? i get 2 chains to do it for that, I said. The promoter's face lit up with enthusiasm. That's great, man. My partner was going to be pissed if we didn't pull this thing off. Can you take me to Mr. Chains so I can thank him before the show? He asked. Mr. Chains, I thought, as I silently laughed to myself. Nah, 
2 chains likes complete silence before he goes on. Just give me the cash. We gonna have the accountant weigh it up, make sure it's all there, and then I'll bring him back for showtime. The promoter looked me up and down. Whoa, whoa. I'm not really comfortable giving you that amount of money, buddy. Nothing personal. Complained the promoter. This fool was starting to upset me. Yo, I'm doing you a favor. We shouldn't even be doing this show for 70 stacks. If word gets out 2 chains perform for that, we're going to get shorter than every city we go to. I said with some added bass in my voice. The promoter understood my point, but he still had his reserves about handing over $70,000 to anyone except 2 chains himself. Well, let me ride back to the hotel with you at least. You know, just so I can make sure the money gets to the performer. He requested. Yeah, that's cool. You got a car? I asked. Of course, said the promoter. The promoter rounded up the cash, which had been generated from the ticket sales at the door in his own personal investment. He placed it into a briefcase and led the way to his whip, a clean-ass black Mercedes-Benz CLS sitting on factory wheels. We're over at the Crown Plaza, I told him. As the promoter navigated the few short blocks to the destination, he parked the Benz up in the hotel parking lot and cut it off, excited that he was about to pull off one of the biggest concerts the city of Memphis has seen in a long time. The whole process of successfully booking a major rapper had become a real headache. Come on, let's go, he said excitedly. I wasn't about to head back into the hotel, though. Yo, my man, it has been a slight change of plans. I started as I reached down for my ankle. Really calmly, I removed a small little 22 caliber pistol from the inside of my shoe and aimed it at the promoter, who had a look of disbelief plastered across his face. This is what's gonna happen. You gonna get out of the car, leave the briefcase with the money right there, lay face down on the cement and count to a hundred, I explained. I could see that the promoter was already shaken up. The gun may have been small, but the bullets would do plenty of damage if I popped his ass. Slugs from a 22 had a way of entering a person's body, bouncing around between a few major organs, and then settling next to an artery or something. Come on, buddy. It doesn't have to be this way, pleaded the promoter. You're right. It could be worse. I could put seven holes in your fucking head, and I ain't talking about the ones you was born with. I yelled as I pushed the gun to the side of his pale face. With the gun on him, the promoter had no other option but to follow my instructions. He exited the car and got on the ground and started counting. And count slowly, motherfucker, I hollered as I slid over into the driver's seat. Rapidly, I backed out of the parking space and then sped off, headed for the highway. After this grimy maneuver, I knew that my career as a hype man was officially over. However, I had $70,000 in cash to show for it. It would have taken me 14 shows to make that kind of money, and I wasn't a patient person. Memphis fans were going to be upset that they wouldn't get to see a concert, and I could never show my face around 2 Chains or the crew anymore, but now I was in charge of my own destiny. There would be no more waiting on my cut of another nigga's show money. $70,000 would go a long way, so for me, it was goodbye to my old lifestyle and hello to a new beginning, which was starting the state of South Carolina. <laughs>